0: Hello and welcome to the Mindful Being Podcast. This is your host, Mariah Catalan. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am so grateful to all of you who have been listening so far. Please remember to subscribe, like, rate, review this podcast if you are enjoying it. I hope that you are all doing well today. I hope that um, whether it's morning, noon, night, wherever you are at listening to this podcast, that it finds you well, and um, if not, I hope that maybe by the end that you're just doing a little bit better than when you started. So today I have a topic, well, first of all, I just want to start out by saying I wasn't really sure what I wanted to talk about today. In the past few episodes, I've been really sure about what I wanted to talk about and excited um with the things that I wanted to share with you guys. But today, I was just like I you know I need to record another episode. I'm trying to stay consistent, have episodes come out every Tuesday for you. But um I just was feeling a little bit uninspired, I guess. Um, I do have a few topics that I'd like to talk about with a little bit more research and a few people that I'm hoping to get on to the podcast to share some interviews with you. So I have some really cool ideas coming up, but um, some of those things weren't available to me this week, so I wasn't sure what to talk about. So here we are once again, Monday night, and, um, I'm, like I said, the podcast comes out Tuesday mornings, so typical me. I like to wait till the last minute, procrastinate, um, but truthfully, I do think sometimes those procrastinations can actually bring some really beautiful work, so, um, Anyway, I was at the pond today, uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with where I live, I live out on a ranch and, um, we have, we're so blessed to have this awesome pond that we get to, um, visit and float and just like have awesome fun times with friends whenever we have the chance or time to do so. So, um, being that it was Labor Day, I was able to spend some time with some awesome friends and reconnect and it was really like a really fun time and it was also very relaxed. So I didn't have to do a bunch of work to get ready. It was with some of my best friends. So I was able to just kind of like go as is and really just enjoy the time together, connecting, and then also, um, just relaxing, enjoying the weather, enjoying the water. Um, once again, I am a Cancer, so I am a water sign, so anytime I can find to be in the water, I like to do so. Um, so we're there at the pond, floating, relaxing, and my friend, um, I don't think she would mind if I gave her a shout out on here. So my friend Mary, she uh, makes a comment about how it. there's nothing more relaxing than being at the pond, a pond day or, you know, just floating in the pond. And, um, and it didn't, like, we were actually talking about the podcast and I was thinking and mentioning how I'm like, I'm not really sure what I'm going to talk about today, so... Um, it, it did bring to mind the specific, um, content idea, but I was starting to think about like, what does rest and relaxation even mean? Like, it doesn't mean the same thing to everyone and, um, yeah. What does it mean to, to relax? Because I know that so many of us are so busy in our daily lives, and it's really hard to find relaxation. Um, sometimes it feels like you need to go on vacation to relax. It feels like you need a massage. It feels like sometimes super out of reach. Like something that is not attainable. Um, and so I just was thinking about the just the general idea of relaxation. And also how important it is to us that we have ways to incorporate rest and relaxation into our lives so that we can really be fully recharged to continue with, um, the things that are really important to us in our lives. Um, so I was like, okay, let me, let me look and find out like, what does rest even mean? Um, so I'm checking out the Miriam Webster definition of rest. Um, so One of them is uh, repose or sleep, specifically a bodily state characterized by minimal function and metabolic activities. Freedom from activity or labor, woohoo, we're on Labor Day, we're relaxing, so points there for us. Um, Another description is a state of motionless or inactivity, and even the repose of death. Um... Going down, it says also peace of mind or spirit. And, um, also when it comes to music, a rhythmic silence in music. A character representing such a silence. A brief pause in reading. So rest has so many, um, definitions and qualities to it. Um... Then, well, as I go down, I go to rest as a uh, verb. And it's, it says to get rest by lying down, especially sleeping. To cease from action or motion. Refrain, refrain from labor or exertion. To be free from anxiety or disturbance. To sit or lie fixed or supported. Another thing that was interesting as I go down, it says... To remain confident, trust, to be based or founded, to remain for action or accomplishment. Um, The example there is the answer rests with you. Um, And then it's really kind of funny. It continues on to all these other things. And one of them is to farmland, to remain idle or crops. Um, which is the idea of like letting the the land rest before, um, you use it again to bring more life and produce and things into the world. Um, so rest can mean a lot of things. And I think we tend to think about rest as sleep and sometimes I think rest is not even, or sleeping is not always even restful. Sometimes we struggle to fall asleep. Sometimes we struggle to stay asleep. And sometimes we wake up from sleep feeling that we didn't sleep well or that we are not well rested. Uh, So I think maybe we should let go a little bit of the idea that resting has to be sleep and see if there's other ways of course getting you know 7-8 hours of sleep at night is really important that's something that I actually work towards every night you can ask my husband he's like oh yep it's her bedtime um, but it's really important for me personally to try to get that much sleep but even though I do tend to get a good amount of sleep At night, every night, um, I don't always feel rested and I struggle to rest throughout daily life. I don't know about you. Um, so far when I've checked, my listeners are all women, so I'm talking to you ladies out there, but when you have time off and you're home, uh, doesn't usually feel like a restful Thing to just be at home because then you can look around and see all the things that need to be done, all the dishes that need to be washed, all the laundry that needs to be washed and put away, folded, like floors that need to be swept, mopped, things that need to be dusted. Like, we are constantly when we're home, there's always something to do, and even when you choose to sit down on the couch and quote unquote rest. Are you really getting recharged? Are you really having freedom from activity or labor? Are you really able to lie fixed and supported? Are you able to feel based and founded um, and remaining idle? Like are you able to do that while you are sitting on the couch choosing to watch a show or um, you know, a movie or something? Or even just play on your phone. Are you truly resting in those moments? Typically, I mean, speaking for myself here, I am not. I am beating myself up for sitting on the couch instead of doing all the things that need to be done around the house. I'm not truly able to rest and relax into that moment. I am sitting there and my body is not moving. So there is this state of stillness, but it isn't always relaxing. It isn't always calm. And there's usually a lot going on in my mind that actually is the opposite of rest. And so this has been a common theme for me lately is just allowing myself to just explore what it means to rest and and how to do that. And it's hard. It turns out it's it's really hard. To stop trying to control the mind. And stop listening to that inner voice that is telling you. um, You know, you're a crappy person <laughs> for sitting here. And your house isn't clean. You're terrible for, you know not taking your dogs on a walk, you're, you know, like the the whole path that you can follow down of like, oh no, now your dogs are going to get fat and they're going to die five years earlier because you haven't walked them. I mean, it's like this crazy voice that just follows this whole judgmental path that even though you might be sitting and your body is physically resting, are you really resting in a way that it's actually recharging you and giving you some energy so that you can finish those projects later as you are able to and as you feel the desire to do so. So I don't really have an answer quite yet, but this is something that I am working on, something that I am trying to cultivate more of in my life is being able to rest. So something that I have been doing is trying to, when I am in those states, rather than just allowing my mind to run free, taking me down some of those judgmental and um, really uncompassionate paths, I'm trying to just like stay with my breath, Or find um, other movements or um, meditations or just being really present when I'm connected with friends. Like even today as we're just out there um, floating in our floaties out in the pond. uh, Just trying to soak it all in rather than thinking, oh no, like we're almost out of daylight and... Soon we're going to have to leave and I have to go back and I have my laundry list of things to do back at the house and, and like, blah, 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 you know, you have that thing that like, um, Glennon Doyle calls it a ticker. You have your ticker going up all of the things that you need to accomplish, all of the things that are waiting for you. And just trying to quiet that for a little bit and be able to enjoy the moments that you are in. And I've actually found that it's been very helpful. It's been very amazing how it's like a simple thing to do, but somehow when you do it, those moments actually stay with you and you're able to like, think back on your day and be like, wow, that was really awesome. I was able to enjoy that. Um, those moments weren't crowded by a bunch of negativity and Um, mindlessness, so just those little moments I'm trying to add in, and then I'm also really working on the self-compassion and allowing myself, allowing myself to not have a perfect house, allowing the dishes to sit in the sink, allowing the dog hair to blow across the floor, Like, let it be without judging, without that constant, like, you shouldn't be watching your show right now, you shouldn't be doing X, Y, Z, you should wake up earlier so that you have time to do blah, blah, blah. Like, not listening to that and, and just allowing myself to rest. It's like you give yourself permission, like, I don't know who this voices telling us what to do all the time, but they need to shut up for a little bit and just be like, Hey, thank you for reminding me. Thank you for reminding me of what's important to me. But right now, this is what I'm choosing. And so I'm not going to listen to you anymore for the next 10 minutes, for the next 20 minutes, for the next two days, I'm shutting you off I'm really appreciative of what you do for me, (laughs) but right now I'm done with you and I'm going to allow myself to rest. I'm going to allow myself to be here with my family, with my friends, with this show. It doesn't have to be something important. It doesn't have to be something like yoga or something that's like on your list of values, super high It doesn't only have to be those things in order for them to be, to qualify as something that you can allow yourself to do because I don't know about you, but that's, that's what I do sometimes. So I have this hierarchy, so it's fine if I skip, you know, washing the dishes for yoga because Yoga is really great for, you know, my body. It's great for my mind. It's great for, you know, my sense of well-being um, and for psychological health. Like, yoga is really great for all these things. It's really high on my value list. Um, it's really important to me. So, it's okay if I skip something for yoga. But maybe something like rewatching new girl for the third or fourth time some of you office people maybe it's the office like that is not necessarily super high on your value list so it might not be super high on um the like I'm allowed to do this instead of that list and so Yes, you're sitting on the couch re-watching The Office for the 50th time, but are you really resting? Or are you secretly listening to that ticker in the back of your mind that is telling you, you need to do this, and you need to do this, and you need to do that, and you should not be sitting here doing this. I know you're doing it anyway, but you should probably get up soon. You should probably pause this episode Or after this next episode, you should probably blah, 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 blah. blah, And you can just hear it running in the background. It is constant. So that's been my challenge lately is to stop listening. To stop letting it affect my life. To slow down, notice. And I think something that is important in those moments because... What we tend to do is be really judgmental. We tend to be like, okay, here's like, oh, my my inner critic right now is like really going off. Like, oh, my inner critic is telling me all these things. And then we're quick to like snap at the inner critic. We're, we're quick to be like, that's not how I should be thinking. And then you like kind of try to like shut up and shut it down, right? But I think that, th- that sometimes... We need to be a little bit gentler than that. We need to recognize that that inner critic is there for a reason. It is is either currently or in the past has served a purpose. Um, Maybe it reminded you when your homework was due. Maybe it reminded you to do your chores so that you could get your allowance when you were a kid. Maybe it was there to help you remember all of the things that you needed to bring to school, bring to work. It is constantly something that is working for us. It helps us um, be prepared for our lives, for our days. And especially it is influenced by experiences that we have throughout our life that teach us this is how you prepare for things. This is how you need to show up in the world. This is how you need to be ready. And so rather than just trying to shut off that inner critic, maybe we should start to be a little gentler, have a little more self-compassion and, and recognize it. Um, sometimes I even like to imagine it as like my little self or my younger self who's like a worry wart, right? Like just like full of anxiety, worrying about things. And if you think about it as a little child, especially like yourself when you were a little, I think it's really helpful because it, then you talk more gently with yourself. You're like, okay, Hey, thanks. I got it from here. Thank you for showing up for me all of those times over all of these years You've really helped me make sure I don't forget my phone, sunglasses, and keys when I leave the house. But right now I'm resting. So I'm going to have to ask for some space from you. I'm going to to have to allow myself to rest. And I think that's really, at least for myself, what I've been learning lately, that is like the first really big step is allowing. Because I don't. Feel like I can rest unless I allow myself to. So now what, right? Say you get here and you're able to calm down that inner critic. You're able to be like, okay, I'm resting now. Um, cool. So we're here. <laughs> we're resting And then you're bored (laughs) or you, I don't know, gobble up a few hours of TV and then you like don't feel rested after, or you actually go to bed on time or early and then you sleep and then you wake up and like you had a bunch of weird dreams and you don't feel rested. So At least that's something that I've recognized too, is that it's like, this is a whole multi-step process to just get some rest. I just, I need some rest, you know, like to be a better person, to be a better human. I just need some rest. So, as I am going throughout my days, I'm trying to figure out where I can add some in, where I can cultivate some rest. Because I think it is something that we need to practice doing. I don't think it's something that comes naturally. Especially those of us that like to stay busy all the time. Or have busy family members. Like children you're bringing to. Um, activities, games, all kinds of things. Or, um, or you just yourself like to stay busy. It's just as you like to fill your day with things. It's also important to schedule moments of um, resting and recharging. So a few things that I have been doing, uh, I talked about on the last podcast um, with some of my mindfulness toolkit practices that I like to do. Um, so obviously those are all things that can be helpful, um, even just to like calm yourself. Um, but some of the things that I've done t- for the the deepest amount of relaxation is, um, really planning it in like planning that relaxation. So, um, I was really privileged and, and I am so grateful for my recent vacation that I took with my husband. We were able to really relax there. It was kind of built in as part of our travel, part of our trip. There was times where we were just, there existing and we were really able to rest because there was like some lack of stimuli. There wasn't much to do and the environment was really conducive to just physically resting. So I'm really grateful for that. And I tried to soak up as much of it as I could, but what does it look like in daily life when you are on vacation? Um. So what I've been doing is for my 10 minute breaks, I like to sometimes literally just lay on the floor <laughs> like just lay on the floor. feel the ground supporting you, take a few deep breaths, calm the parasy- like come find the parasympathetic nervous system um, connection and just start to just relax and and just rest. <laughs> put a timer on. I have like an Apple watch which is helpful for that. So I just like will put a timer on my watch. It'll vibrate and however much time. So I can just rest and then like literally physically lay on the floor (laughs) and and then after a couple minutes, like my timer goes off and then I'm rising back up. So maybe that's that's like something that could help you. I know it sounds really simple and maybe kind of silly. Maybe not everyone has access to a place that they can just literally lay on the floor. So maybe just finding a seat um, and doing a quick like relaxation technique, meditation, something like that. But um, you're just taking those moments, taking that um, 10 minute break that a lot of our jobs include. And I'm really sorry if yours doesn't, um, but those, those breaks that you have, And really accessing them to their biggest potential I found is helpful for me. And then another thing is um, doing some yoga nidra meditations, relaxations, um, whatever that is, is I don't really have a lot of time to do them. Sometimes they're like, you can find all different timed ones. Um, But usually they're like at least 10 minutes um, and then sometimes they go like to an hour and stuff. So not all of us have that much time. I know I often struggle to find that much time to add a meditation or that sort of thing into my day. So what I've just been doing is putting it on at night and um, really trying to stay like, first of all, trying to get to bed, to bed at a time that is reasonable Um, So I can start to relax and then I'll put that meditation on and try to stay awake with it as long as I can, because I do feel like it is more effective when you are able to stay in that like yogic sleep state where you're not fully asleep and like dreaming, but you are feeling totally relaxed so, um, that's something that I've been finding really awesome because the mornings when I wake up, first of all, I'm waking up before my alarm, which is really rare for me because I like my sleep, I'm like a big sleeper. So, um, and I always tend to find that that means that I had like a pretty restful sleep. Like I slept long enough that my body is ready to wake, uh, So that's been really cool. And I also just feel rested. I feel much more rested when I fall asleep to these. God knows why I don't do it every single night. (laughs) Because it is really helpful. Almost every time I find like some kind of relief or um, recharge from it. But that might be something to explore further with my therapist is why do I not do the things that I know are helpful for me? But, um, I really highly recommend looking into some kind of yoga nidra meditation for yourself because, um, it can just be really like really (laughs) life-changing. Um, especially if you decide to use some of those moments, your lunch break or things like that. If you have a little extra time, you can add one of those in also. And even when you don't get a lot of sleep, they can be really helpful because it does help you feel like you were like actually resting. Um, so those are just some of the things that I've been trying to build into my life a little bit more frequently. Um, to bring rest in but I would love to hear what you're doing because I would love to expand this category of my life that is restful um because I really think that building that in is just as important as some of the other things that we do in our life the the actions and the um just the passions that we're following, those are important, but I think in able to sh- to be able to show up in our lives as best as we possibly can, we need to also have those downtime moments and those restful times. So I would love to hear what you do, what helps you. Feel free to reach out to me through Instagram. You can find me at mindful underscore I N G or email me at the mindful being podcast at gmail.com. I love to hear back from you. Any ideas that you have things that are working for you, or if you've tried any of the things I've talked about in the last podcast or this one, um, I'd love to hear your stories and see if there's anything that has been helpful for you. Um, I do want to close you out with, um, just a mindful moment that i had had this week and it was just let yourself be this week. Sometimes we are so busy shaping, creating, and, um, Really molding ourselves into this person that we want to be, we aspire to be. We work so hard to accomplish our tasks, our goals, and um, just allow yourself some time in all of that hustle to let yourself be who you are today. Think of yourself as a little baby who's developing and growing. changing and allow yourself to be who you are today because it's the only you that you have today tomorrow you're going to grow and change again you're not the same as you were yesterday today you are just who you are so allow yourself to be that person allow yourself to love that person And allow yourself to rest in who you are today. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week.